Well, the number's been banged into you well and truly by now. 6.9 inflation is the government pulling the right levers. Uh, Of course, the less money you have, the more that kind of inflation hurts. So is enough being done? Independent beneficiary advocate Kay Britton is with us. Hi, Kay. Good morning. Good morning, Tim. What's the effect on people that you work with? The effect is really huge because and and effectively the only thing that you can stop doing when you've got a fixed income is eating and buying food um so yeah people are finding it really hard we give out kai rescue we give out food parcels as well as helping people access food through work and income and the demand has just increased enormously. The government says it would have been worse had it not been for the fuel tax uh, reduction and cutting public transport fares. How does that ring with you? That's probably true because I've noticed that it's helped a little bit that the fuel prices have stabilised. But I'm really worried that that's only short term and I'm worried that what happens when those revert back to normal, is that just going to be a huge shock for everyone? We have the Finance Minister in half an hour. Want me to pass anything on to him? So please extend those and think about how people, how the government can ensure that people have security in terms of food, shelter and energy. Kay Brereton, Independent Beneficiary Advocate. John Reeves listening to that, National Coordinator of the Public Transport Users Association. Hi, John. Good morning. Half price on buses and trains, you can't be unhappy about that. No, it's a, it's a pretty good thing to do, but you've got to remember, New Zealand started off with a real high fare base in the first place. We've got one of the highest public transport fares in the world. OK, so there was room to move with that. Will you be disappointed if it doesn't run longer than three months? Oh, look, it needs to continue on. It shouldn't be stopped in three months' time because it's a valid way of getting people out of out of cars and onto buses, trains and ferries. But also, I mean, we've got climate emissions we have to reach, so it helps if people don't use their cars and actually jump on public transport. And on the other side, of course, it helps everyone with their pay packs, their pay packets. Of course, we're all under pressure at the moment with inflation and what have you. And it doesn't matter even if you're a beneficiary, but if you're middle class as well. Middle class are being hit as well with uh, higher interest rates, fixed incomes. So it helps everyone, really. All right. We don't necessarily want to drive people onto the buses and trains uh, through financial triggers one way or another. But is it happening? Well, we certainly well, we'll have to see. I guess we'll see the data over the next, say, six weeks and we'll see if there was an in, uh, increase in passengers on board. But one point I'd like to make is, is there's much of New Zealand has no public transport uh, discounts, like, say, Northland, East Cape or West Coast. They only have city buses once or twice a day. They have no incentives for public transport. So maybe uh, they, when you talk to Grant Robinson, ask him to extend the discount to the interregional public buses as well, because uh, that will help regions as well. The interregional ones, so that like you mean the long distance ones that will well, would yeah, do your Auckland, Whangarei, Hamilton. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Those ones, uh, you know, there are a lot of people on low incomes who rely on the intercity buses. So why aren't they half price? I'll put that to the Finance Minister. Thanks, John. John, appreciate your time this morning. John Reeves with the Public Transport Forum.